What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. Purple bling bling on the PS5 and 4, yo. <laughs> and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 177 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. Not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime first on deck. It's Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka the Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. Uh, just happy to be back. I know we were gone last weekend. Uh, that was because of me. I was in uh, New York uh, for for my my partners. Uh, birthday we went and did six musicals in about six days it was it was it was crazy so many musicals so much stuff it was it was bananas but new york was great um had a lot of fun uh did you get some good pizza uh i got i did get i did get a slice of pizza and yes everyone there does fold their pizza in half and and i folded my pizza in half as well to to make sure that i was you know not ostracized or anything <laughs> they're like you know he's from california get a rope you know uh, <laughs> or new york city get a rope but uh but no it, i got i got some pretty good pizza went to some pretty good restaurants the food there is is dynamite i was mostly in midtown manhattan uh because we were close to the theater district but took a trip down to the 9-11 memorial uh that was really um uh, really i would say eye-opening but it was just like uh seeing seeing the museum and seeing the the fountains and um and everything was uh was really just kind of you know humbling and and it was just a very um i got a little emotional you know because it was just like such a such a big day um or a big time in the u.s's history so so it was it was a good time to go over there and that whole area has just been uh redone and it's it looks really nice uh around that area a lot of uh, a lot of artwork a uh, lot of remembrance um and it was um it, it was a nice area uh went to chinatown um went to an actual chinatown uh arcade um that was very interesting um a lot of folks in there they had a uh street fighter no they had a marvel capcom versus street fighter arcade game and this guy was just putting in work you know as like gambit some other people um so that was kind of fun uh went and and went and looked at both of the both of the comic book stores there uh, uh forbidden planet which was a very like you know punk rock kind of store i think Joe would have really liked it they were playing like you know punk rock music and and it was like a they had um graphic novels and and figures and stuff but it really wasn't like a full-on i didn't think it was like a full-on uh comic book store meaning i didn't see any like single issues unless i i missed them uh it was mostly like a like a collectible store and they had a whole bunch of like grindcore uh or grindhouse dvds and stuff some like old school grindhouse dvds and blu-rays so it was definitely um a uh a punkish New York scene 
you know, and the guys all like were in black and stuff. And it was really cool. You know, they, it was really cool. Um, and then I went to Midtown Comics, which is like the one of the biggest com comic book uh stores and companies um and i went to their midtown store and their union square store and it's weird because everything is built on top of each other so there's like it's like you just don't like walk into it um it's like upstairs or, or up in an elevator <laughs> so you go up to the to the to the second floor and there's this comic book store and you're just like oh wow what the hell you know and then probably above it is like a dentist and like above it is something else so so that was really cool to to go to go in there the one in uh midtown um uh by times square was 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 two stories and it was just beautiful it was just fantastic i bought a whole bunch of uh ultraman stuff i got I, i'm getting really really into ultraman again and so i bought a whole bunch of like you know bandai ultraman figures uh models and stuff so they're uh they're ultraman like the last generation of Ultraman, but they're all wearing like, you know, Chinese garb. Like you have like a cow cow, <laughs> you know, Ultraman. You have like a Lubu Ultraman. And I was just like, ah, and I went crazy and I bought them all. So I was just, you know, I'm, wow. on, I'm on vacation. So there's like eight cow different... cow. My favorite yeah. dynasty word, cow cow. Yeah. Lubu. So did they have a Ultraman Lubu? I think they did actually. So, oh, wow. Um, so I have to put them all together now and, and it was my first foray into models, so there's no gluing, no painting, no nothing. So you put oh, are those resin kits. Uh, yes. So, yeah. So I was like, I was super excited for them. I think they are. I think they are. I have to put them all together now. So I'm just You're gonna, gonna paint them and all that wonderful stuff. No, 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 no painting. That's the thing no that's painting? cool about it. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I I got these because they were like entry level stuff because mm -hmm. I'm not super. Like I don't know if this is gonna become a hobby of mine. I saw them and they were in really good. They were in really good um, uh, shape and and they weren't super uh, super expensive. And I was just like, okay, let's try this and see how it is. Mm. You know. And then I went to a Japanese uh, import store. Um, uh, it was a toy store and it was really great. It had a lot of really good uh, anime, new and old. A lot of um, a lot of um, like chibi and small kits and and stuff like that and so i was able to get another um ultraman uh kit that's um mega man stuff that was really that was, that was really kind of nice i don't know it was, just, it was just a really cool kind of um kind of experience just to kind of walk around uh new york and and look I, it was very interesting because uh, imagine san francisco like downtown san francisco and like union square but imagine like five times bigger uh, number one and number two uh i don't know what it was but it just felt so much cleaner than san francisco and i don't know I, I, that was the that's one not a high bar i know <laughs> i mean it was... it's like you got y'all got junkies and and people crapping right in the middle of the, of the sidewalk yeah, it was uh, not I, any of that maybe that... <laughs> or or what but like every place that i went was like really clean and then like we got in on a wednesday night at like midnight and and we got to the hotel around like 12 30 and we were driving uh, driving around and of course it's dark and you don't see much of anything but there was like garbage lined on the streets right and we're like okay it must be a garbage night or something and then we got up the next day walked outside and the streets were completely clean it was crazy i was just like wow like they picked all that shit up and you didn't even have to worry about it so but other than that, I had a fantastic time, um, and I really think uh, I want to go for 
like New York Comic Con and, and experience a different type of I don't want to say different type of Comic Cons because most comic book conventions are pretty much the same. But I want to I want to experience something a little bit different, you know, and just looking um, just experiencing, you know, like I said, something different. Um, uh, and the the time I wasn't jet lagged at anything. I guess I was a little jet lagged when I got back, but. But other than oh, because we had like a four hour layover. Because like we, anytime you fly into SFO, you are delayed. It's crazy. I don't know why, but SFO is just one of the. I don't want to say it's one of the worst, you know, airports because I have to fly out of it again <laughs> relatively soon. So I want the one to be mad at me. But yeah, flying out of SFO or flying into SFO, ooh, it could be so just infuriating. But I made it home okay. So, but uh, but I am happy to be back and talking about comics. Uh, sorry talking about video games i was talking about i've been thinking about comics on the brain because i've been reading some lately but but i'm happy to be back talking about video games uh, one of the, the next trip that uh going on about video games is joe and i are going to pax so that should be fun and i'm going to comic-con san diego comic-con next week so i'll have a report about that because there's going to be i know blizzard's going to be there nintendo's doing a a, a world uh a tour and it's unfortunate that you have to buy tickets pre-order or pre-tickets to go go to it because they're taking their um they are uh renting out part of pelco park which is the uh baseball field right next to uh down the 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 convention center and they have a whole bunch of different um games and demos and freebies and stuff that you can get so i'm trying to get a ticket for that to see how that is. But there are some uh, folks on the floor, like Capcom is going to be there um, at Comic-Con, as well as Blizzard and some other, some other. Um, I think Activision might be there as well. But um, but we'll see. Um, and then I'll, I'll have some uh, information about demos that I played. So just stay tuned. But that's me. Uh, Joe, uh, how have you been, buddy? Everything's good, man. Uh, I got a uh, decided to buy an OLED. I got a 48-inch OLED, and it's just sitting in the box. So I got it in the mail uh, last week, last weekend, and uh, just been working on uh, getting the setup uh, kind of in place and whatnot. So I've been doing a couple other things around the house. So I got my PC set up in my den that I'm currently at right now, kind of where i want it to be i rearranged that so i'm just doing a whole entire like rearrangement of both my uh, den setup and also my living room setup as well so so that's what i've been up to and i'll probably be working on it after we get done recording this show so but uh other than that yeah i haven't messed with my steam deck yet i turned it on again i got up to the point where i need to register and i shut it off because i was just too too busy with work and whatnot so so I will definitely get into that. In fact, uh, Digital Foundry just released a, a great guide that I haven't watched yet about using it on a 4K TV. I'm kind of going to take some pointers from that and kind of take a look to see if I could use it as a driver possibly on my OLED. So we'll see on here. So, But yeah, just other than that, yeah, just usual stuff. So. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Well, I really don't have anything to report just in my day-to-day. -day. Well, I did do some overtime uh, this past week. I'm going to do some more overtime next week. Uh, got some house repairs to pay, both pay for and uh, expecting, so that's going to help a little bit there. 
But other than that, uh, it's been uh, pretty much same old, same old. So uh, from that front, we're going to move on to what is always our first topic on our docket, that being the playlist. So I guess we'll start off with you, Jabroni Chief. What you been playing, man? Uh, last couple of weeks, just a little sp- spattering of uh, different things. Um, still playing around with Astrobot. That's kind of like my go-to, like relax game. You know, if I just want to throw on something real quick on here. Um, like got 100% through two worlds so far on here, and I'm gonna work my way through the third. I know it's a really like easy game to complete. It's just something where I'm just taking a, a kind of relaxing and uh, taking a, a leisurely pace if need be on that still enjoyable just like seeing the dual shock and uh everything dual shock dual sense and see what it could do <laughs> on that so i, I kind of regretted not playing it more once i got the playstation 5 so yeah definitely i've been enjoying dipping into that as far as multiplayer games of course uh, we have been playing a little bit of tiny teen and wonderlands we did have our game night just this past thursday where we had um you know both with Dez and also AZ Rockslide showed up from uh, GH Radio on there. So we played Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. We also played a little bit of Strange Brigade on PC, and I was just having a whale of a time getting my controller and everything hooked up and properly configured for Steam. Of course, you know, just if it ain't one thing, it's another thing. But we definitely enjoyed our time playing Strange Brigade with AZ Rockslide and with uh, Crucial Chase. On that, I don't know if you have anything to say about Strange Brigade, Des. I'd love to go back to it. You think about firing up maybe on the PlayStation? Yeah. Um, that really <clears throat> took me back and made me want to play it again, especially on uh, PlayStation, because I have, like, the collector's edition and all the all the bells and whistles. And so not being able to play with that on Steam really kind of, like, made me feel really sad. So, so, but I definitely will play it again on uh game night if people want to play that i thought it was a lot of fun um playing playing that and um if we if we want to play more of it i will definitely uh play more of it um i i do want to go back and beat it we we literally because i have everything still you know uh i have all the um my save files so if you want we can just go back and and beat it or on ps4 or or well ps5 or we can you know play it over from the beginning either way is fine um i think we should probably play it over from the beginning because i would say so too yeah yeah so we can get the the uh the the story because i really liked it you know i don't remember why i went cold on it but after playing it again especially with four people playing it together i definitely want to play it uh play it again and complete it now I, i just that's something that's like on my on my radar to do now. So, yeah, I will definitely most like I'll probably um, uh, load it up after we're done recording. That way, if you want to play it tonight, uh, we definitely can because I really wanted to. I really want to play it. So good yeah. deal. Do you still have installed Kev, or is it something you have still on your hard drive? Um, I know we made. I don't you know if I. We, I don't know if I have that game. I really you did. Don't. Yeah, you did before. You might have sold it. You know, when you were when you were offing a lot of your stuff, you might have sold it. But mm-hmm. 
But, I thought yeah. you bought it because we talked about and you said where well, we're going to play it and you said, okay, I picked this up. Remember, it's like the pulpy, like, 30s uh, uh, game from Rebellion? Um, yeah, I know. I know what game it is. I know what game it is. I, I think you might have sold remember. it. I just can't. Re- I don't. I don't know that I still have it. I'll, oh, I'll have it. to look at my. Um, I'll have to look at my case o discs to see if it's still in there. Yeah, got it. Oh, I thought you bought it digitally for some reason. So, mm, I don't think you had it digitally. Because I remember us. I remember we played it and we we got really into it and we were playing it like nonstop for a while and then and then I just kind of said no and then. We all kind of moved on to something else. So yeah, another game in that wheelhouse is the Aliens Fireteam Elite. I want to go back to as well. So yeah, now that I sold, I don't have that one anymore. Okay. Yeah, so I I, I would have to buy well, it again. <laughs> not sure if it's on Games Pass or maybe on PlayStation Plus. Well, I don't have like Game that. Pass anymore, so I. <laughs> well, I guess it's going to be PlayStation Plus Extra or nothing at all. Or yeah. nothing at all. Yeah, I'm I'm not averse to playing it on Steam if as long as the the pad controls are not a hassle. It shouldn't so, be. I mean, I'd have to buy it on Steam though, so that's a big old mm. to do. So. Well, also, I've been playing a little bit of Outriders World Slayer, uh, mainly with you, Kev, on here. I haven't really dipped too far in the campaign. I know talking to John BT on the game night this past Thursday, he stated that the campaign's not too long. But, uh, you know, I kind of dipped in, played with, a little bit with you. You're a little bit ahead of me as far as the story is concerned on there. So, and uh, still enjoying playing it. I We haven't really, uh, I was running some expeditions with you like a week ago but they haven't really played it too much on there i don't really see the need to maybe level up to 51 i think i'll keep it at uh, what uh, apocalypse level 15 which is the base apocalypse level i believe mm-hmm. on there and kind of plug through so i'll probably play more of that this weekend see if we could uh possibly finish the campaign and get to the end game then from there because i heard the end game's really good so mm-hmm. also since we were talking about last episode we recorded about super stardust portable i went and i did uh, confirm on the show that i did have super stardust ultra on my profile for playstation 4 and so i did fire that up and i've been playing it on here i guess for whatever reason there's some sort of uh, pop-up that shows up saying that the, the game doesn't run 100 percent on the ps5 for whatever reason but i haven't really noticed any issues with it from what i've played so far but uh um imagine playing super stardust back in the day i mean pretty much this is the same game just uh ultra so you know so i even though i bought it way back in the day i never really spent too much time on it so it was like one of these games i bought and forgot about it on there so i've been enjoying playing that i'm gonna keep dipping back into it's another game i could throw on real quick just to play for you know 15 20 minutes that kind of thing and just do do a couple score runs that kind of thing so so if you guys are interested out there in playing and maybe comparing high scores, I'm definitely interested in that. And then last but not least, I fired up and downloaded the Klonoa demo, uh, the F- Fantasy Reverie series on there. So there is a demo available. It did come out, and I was playing a Klonoa 1 and played the first stage for a little bit just to get back in the swing of things. And that game is still whimsical as hell, beautiful as hell, and... Uh, they did a really good job mastering the PS1 version on the uh, PS4, PS5 
on there. And so I'm definitely interested. I know it kind of sucks that they don't have a physical out. Uh, so, I mean, I'm either going to have to import the physical for around 50 bucks or just buy a digital for 40 and just say heck with it. So, so I'm thinking possibly of just also, too, if I don't play it right away, maybe wait for a sale and just kind of, you know, just wait to play it later. You know, I'd like to give support, but, you know, I'm not. I'm not here to support game companies. I'm here to support myself. So I'm not gonna if I'm not gonna play it right away. Guess what? I'm just not gonna <laughs> buy it. But I, it's definitely something I am, you know, debating about buying the physical. I don't know if you, Kev, or you, Des, were thinking about buying this game, or if you're gonna. Uh, yeah, I think I already ordered sale. it. I Are think you I already ordered it uh, from PlayAsia. So I think I think I already ordered it. I'll have to check. But yeah, I was always gonna get it, and I got mine from. Um, I got mine for the. Uh, um, uh ah, for the switch because oh, you got it for like, the switch yeah i got it for the switch um and it's gonna sit in my library um as a as a as a jewel in my collection and then i'm going to buy most likely the digital version and play it on ps5 so yep that's what i'm going to do i'm yes i'm going to a double dip <laughs> wow. on this game yeah, I, I enjoyed both of them. I beat them both. I love that game. I really hope that by buying it twice, um, it will um, inspire the company to make a third one. Um, and, and we can go back to the land of Klonoa and, um, and play some more. So um, I think games like that uh, are, for me anyway, are... Are, are missed i miss games like that um and i want to play more games like that you know yeah. uh because well, i think playing that, astrobot uh, a lot because yeah. of that same same feeling you know so yeah. so i think games like that are are quote-unquote classics um but i do believe that they still have have a um a place in current or modern uh gaming and so something like that i really wish that they would bring back because i would play it so yeah there's that i enjoyed it for no yeah so i did that's what i'm doing how about you kev uh so for me when i'm playing it's been no 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 no. what, oh. what are you gonna do with klonoa are you oh, going klonoa? to oh yeah i'll buy it yeah, yeah i figured it. what system are you buying it for uh i'm gonna i'm gonna play it on playstation and i'm debating whether or not i'm gonna do the import shuffle and get a switch copy yeah it wasn't that expensive on um it wasn't that expensive on um play asia and then um one of the i guess one of the place one of the one of the people that i watch uh one of the one of the youtube sorry yeah the youtube channels they have like it's like five percent off and it supports the channel so their channel so i went ahead and went through them and got it got a little five percent off so so it was a little cheaper, but it's not that expensive if I remember correctly. So, yeah, right now PlayAsia has free air shipping if you purchase uh, games on the select listing over 50 bucks. If you yeah. have an um, over $50 order, they will give you free air shipping to the U.S. So Yeah, and they come really quickly too. Like I've, I've always been uh, satisfied with PlayAsia shipping, so, so it might be worth it. Mm-hmm. So, anything else you've been playing, JoJo? That's pretty much it for the last couple of weeks, so. Cool. That's all you can. All right, so 
I've been playing, uh, actually I booted up my PC and I've been playing a little bit of more of Final Fight LNS. I think it's been in uh, several episodes back. I started singing the praises of that free to play uh, fan made um, beat em up based off of every fighting franchise in the world and Final Fight games. So I've been messing around a little bit with that, uh, playing as DJ and as Fei Long, just kind of going through the game. Uh, it's hard. <laughs> so it's like I, I can get about as far as the, I guess, maybe about the midpoint before I lose all my lives. And you cannot continue. Or if there is a way to continue, I haven't figured out how to do it because, again, this is a free-to-play game. There's not real, no real instructions and whatnot. What um, what controller so, do you play it with? Uh, I use an Xbox controller. Okay, I wasn't sure if you're using your um, oh, I can't remember the button, the com, the uh, I can't remember what it's called. Oh the, no, uh, it's not a fighting game. It's a beat 'em up. It's mm. a two D. It's a two D. Oh, oh yeah, I thought it's it not a fighting game. game. Oh, no. oh, cool. No, it is a uh, it is a free freeware uh, fan made kind of an homage to there are fighting game characters in it. It's all just about fighting game characters pretty much in the final fight world. Oh, cool. And it's a free download and it's hard as nails and it but it's it is an absolute blast. And you, you know, as you build combos, you have the. uh, killer instinct announcer shouting out your combo rankings is pretty dope. It's really dope. Um, Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the, really, the I have to shout shout those guys out because they built a, an actual story behind it that that kind of sort of makes sense in the video game world. It's it's like so like Chun Li. Go, enters the Street Fighter tournament, she wins it, and she beats up Bison. But before, because she's working for Interpol, but before she can arrest him, he uses his psycho powers to escape in time. And fantastic, <laughs> he goes back in time to in Metro City to meet up with the uh, the gang lord that Hagar and Cody and Guy are fighting, and makes a deal with them. Uh, he bring Bison brings his cloning technology. That's how he made Cammy and uh, what's that other chick? Alex. No. no. Uh, Cammy and uh, it's another another girl soldier that fights. Just looks the uh, DiCapri. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cammy and DiCapri, and he clones all of the Mad Gear gang. So that's why there's so many of them running around. So. <laughs> so. So Chun Li finds out about it and she reaches out to like all the fighters in the fighting world, you know. So it's like SNK and Capcom and uh I think there's a there's a download for um I wanna say they have Mortal Kombat characters in it. I'm not sure, but that's a that's a separate download, but you know, and they all put their differences aside to stop, you know, Bison and the Mad Gear gang. And it's just kind of repeated levels, remixed levels of Final Fight iterations from the 16-bit arcade and the arcade um, run of the series. So, and it, it's 
it, it's it's a freaking blast to play, you know. And every character has their own move set, you know. Uh, they gave Kyo fatalities, which is hilarious. <laughs> mm. It's it's just it's just a whole lot of fun. But um, uh, so played that. Uh, played I bought Dragon's Dogma f- during the last Steam the summer Steam sale, this year's uh, Steam summer Steam sale. And I started playing that game again, and it's a lot of fun. It's nice seeing it in a, a little crisper detail and at a solid frame rate. I'm still running Ranger. It, it, it I, I still think Ranger is the best is is the best class in that game. So I, I thought about trying to play as the as the uh, the sword, the the knight, the sword and shield guy. And I thought about the man. I, I played a little bit in the intro level, and his sword and shield guy is just as janky on PC as he was in on the console version. So I, I was like, "Nah, I'm going with my boy with my with my class, the Ranger." So that's you know. So I'm all about the arrows in the face. So I'm not very far in that game. I just barely created my character. I'm getting ready. The dragon just took my heart and. Uh, I'm on my way to I'm on my way to my first village or my first kingdom rather and so I that's where I ended there so I'm going to be messing with that periodically uh played some outriders I got a little bit further in the story um so I'm going to go kind of run through that and get to the end game but the for, with the world slayer content rather but the game that has kind of sort of uh reignited my interest in fighting games where i mean i've bought all the new ones and they just kind of sit there i haven't even i haven't even played them but i've been playing dnf duel uh not online but just trying to get the basics of at least two characters Right now I'm running Crusader, and it's right now for me it's a toss-up between either Vanguard, Grappler, or uh, Ranger. And um, it, that game is just so much fun. It, it the, the mechanics are very simple, wow, but it's very deep as well and i know every just about every game that comes out these days i mean those terms are are kind of become cliche but in dnf duel it it's most definitely is the case just about every 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 character in this game is broken to a certain degree some some may be a little bit more than others hitman my gosh man i oh hitman is hitman and and uh uh windmaster are just ridiculously broken in my opinion but but, but i mean every character will break you <laughs> it, it, you know given given the right circumstances and and you know given who who's who's playing so right now i'm think i've been messing with the grappler but I can't get his timing down, and that that's really the only reason he's not my second character, because uh, even I did while I didn't get a chance to mess with the beta, I just really like the character. Des- well, all the character designs in this game are outstanding, but uh, uh, the grappler, since I hardly ever play 
grapple characters in fighting games just seemed to be you know, just just kind of spoke to me on that on that fighting game level. So I, I it's very very brutal moves, slamming people in the ground, and you know just stomping and caving their skulls in. I I just like his uh, his play style. But I, but his timing is kind of odd. It's very it seems to be very precise because you can link his attacks and grapples together, and I just for whatever reason I'm just not quite able to get his um, get that timing down. So um, Berserker is another one I'm very interested in learning. But uh, Crusader is my was the first character that I have a and I have a pretty solid foundation on his basics so i'll definitely be playing with him and uh i just need to figure out my second character either like i said he's either going to be vanguard ranger uh i'm still probably going to still mess with grappler just because i I think he's a great character but i'm probably going to throw uh berserker in that mix too and maybe start uh fiddling with his moveset a little bit i just want to have two two characters that I that I have the foundations with before I start messing with online. So but I've been waiting yeah. for the game to get here. It's like I ordered it from Target and I'm sitting there just like why man yeah. <laughs> it's fifty dollar game. It's forty nine ninety nine and like I got on the deal for thirty five at Target. So it's like but you know hey if I don't get it within two months of the release date, it's not gonna be worth the price difference, I don't mm-hmm. think so. Yeah. But I'll keep an eye out for it. You know, I'm kind of eager beaver. I just picked up a uh, Hori uh, PlayStation 5 fighting game controller. So it's like I want to, you know, either play that DNF or uh, play uh, King of Fighters 15 mm-hmm. as well to kind of mix and match with that bad boy. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I have KO, KOF 15. And I haven't even I haven't even loaded it up. It, it's 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 a sin of the shame for whatever reason. I decided and i'm glad like i said i think i mentioned this in the last episode if you get this make sure if you have ps4 specific or ps4 compatible controllers and you're going to play dnf you definitely want to make sure you get the ps4 copy because if you get the ps5 copy uh they will not be compatible so uh i since i bought dnf digitally because i couldn't find it anywhere uh i just it was just a simple matter of just deleting the ps4 version and downloading the i mean the deleting the ps5 version and downloading the ps4 version when uh hitbox comes out with their their ps5 compatible controller i will buy that and then i'll just switch back over to the ps5 version but just uh it, it is a it is a fantastic fighting game i've just been having a lot of fun i've been watching a lot of YouTube videos, um, uh, watching what the pros are doing with this game. You know, in less than a week, these guys were just like bodying people, and the tech that they were using is just like good grief. Like, uh, and and it's not the 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 tech is not complex. It's not, you know, multiple joystick maneuvers. The the the, the inputs are very simple. They're mostly directional forward up down left right you know and a button but what makes the game what kind of opens up the tech and the strategy is what they call what they call conversion because in, in i mean the idea of uh like 
a white life or red life, depending on the color of the bar in in the fighting game, is where you had the opportunity. I know it, I think the most recent game that was deployed in was Dragon Ball Fighters, but uh, there through a mechanic in the game, you have even though you've lost a certain amount of life, you can get that back uh, either by you know switching out your character or you know it all depends on the game and depends on the mechanic. But in DNF Duel, you can convert your white life uh, to uh, allow you to convert moves that cannot link together, kind of to extend your combo. So you can be uh, in the middle of a mana move and link it to another mana move and then link it to a mana move if you have enough mana, stamina, meter bar, uh, into a move that it normally can't. And I think that's the uniqueness of this game. Uh, whereas, yes, you can you can't gain your health back, but un unless you're playing as Berserker, because his moves he's got um, he's got moves when he's in Awakened that he can regain his health, and then he can use that health regain to turn into White Life and then just just pummel you to death. Like I said, just about every character in this game is broken to a certain degree. Um, and if you want to see some primo uh, Berserker play, I suggest you check out uh, Punk Stream. Uh, he's a well-known Street Fighter uh, pro player. He's he plays a ton of games, but his his Berserker is just insane. How he's able to use conversion to just basically hit you once or twice and then you're dead. <laughs> it's just is uh is the skill set that he's unlocked with Berserker is just insane. But uh, that's kind of sort of where I have been this past couple of weeks with regards to my gaming time. So with that, we're going to kick it off to our next topic on our docket, that being the main event. All right, Diz, you got the mic, bro. All righty. To paraphrase a famous wrestler turned actor, do you smell that steak in the kitchen? Oh, good lord. <laughs> because the question that we asked today oh is God. what is your opinion? That was terrible, by the it way. I, yeah, that was I'm, super sorry. Bad, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, it was bad. It was bad. But. But we don't do this just, just for funsies. Like we do this to be as cringe as possible. So I'll leave that in just just for Joe, just for the Jabroni Chief. So so the question is, what is your opinion of Sony's new end zone line of gaming monitors and headsets for PC gamers? Is this the writing on the wall that Sony first party will be day and date on PC? Let us know, and we will discuss it on the show so we had quite a uh, back and forth on twitter uh about this so i'm gonna read you this little exchange because i i felt that it was uh really i think it really spoke to 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 possibly what playstation is um is thinking so hoodie hoodie ninja on twitter says sony made dis displays and headphones long before consoles or games i doubt one has anything to do with the other okay so Dan Arm Armrich on Twitter responds, clearly, clearly they're going to make a Steam Deck competitor called The Walkman. Quote, 
we can't let other people have our fun too, end quote, uh, is in full swing from Sony fans I see. Played, so what's F- FH5? Forza, Forza Horizon, Horizon yeah. 5. Yeah, that's what like, I thought. Played Forza Horizon 5 again on Windows last night. Clearly that choice was has destroyed Xbox as, as a viable console. I think that's sarcasm. I'm not it, sure. No, but, it is sarcasm. Yeah. It's from Dan uh, Amrich is the yeah. proper pronunciation of his name. So Sorry. Sorry, Dan. I apologize. Thank you, Joe, for correcting me. Uh, Hoodie, Hoodie Ninja on Twitter says, agree. 100% Xbox is redundant if you have a mid-range PC. Ooh, pow, 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 shots fired. Okay, historically, Sony peripherals uh, had way better compatibility with PC. It was only recently that Xbox added Bluetooth to its controllers. Sony PC ports haven't been solid, so they need more practice before day one commitments. Uh Dan responds, well, I kind of meant that having games on both PC and console did make the console less fun. But I admit, I do not have a current-gen console, and I do all my gaming on PC. This generation, especially with the uh, rarity on top of exclusives, I was just... Top in the expense. Oh, sorry. Sorry, especially with with the rarity on top of the expense, I was uh, just any, you know, ellipses dot 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 tired so to which hoodie ninja on twitter responds i have a ps5 and prefer it to pc uh for some games due to the dual sense uh hokey maybe but i really like it when it's done right i also play on pc from the couch so it's so it's a pretty similar experience to the console already to which joe chimes in and says which really kind of makes this, you know, turns it back into a stake bet. Uh, the question has an undercurrent on the pod podcast due to a stake bet writing on if Sony will release a first a first party uh, game day and date on Steam within three years of the PS5's launch. Jabroni Chief, that's Joe, has to pay up if they do. Shonuf71, that's Kev, has to pay up if they don't. And... The Nemo 6, which is me, has no free stake, which sucks. So I really should have got in on this because I love digging in Joe's pockets. So, um, uh, What are you talking about? It's all on Kev's dime. So. so to which Hoodie Ninja responds, with just 16 months left and a focus on getting PSVR 2 out, I'm expecting show enough to be buying stakes. And I was like, oh, what the happy face. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Sony might come with the with the with the Hail Mary at the end. At the end and be all like, guess what, everybody? Stakes on Joe. Anyway. Um, so... Obviously, I you know, your your question about this, I posted it with a uh, South Park Sizzler uh, gif. And yeah. uh, you know, I actually <laughs> Put us in the Sizzler, like if we were there at the Sizzler, of course. And the alt text on the tweet explains that the Sizzler is home to the cheese toast, Malibu chicken, and meatball tacos. So, you know. Yeah. uh, Everyone loves the Sizzler. I know once the the bet coincides, it won't be Sizzler because I know... (laughs) Kev's talking about Rick Chris or a comparable uh, type of experience. So we'll see. You know what? I'm just gonna go and have and have a glass of water just so I can watch you know, <laughs> Kevin get fooled. That's all I can watch. 
I'll kick you down the stake. You little no, bitch. I don't want one. I don't want one. I, don't want one. I just literally want to be there as an observer with a shitting grin on my face, like ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> well, I don't know. We'll see. It's like time is ticking, you know. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I think I think Hoodie Ninja uh, might be onto something with with uh, PlayStation. Uh, really not focusing too much on it. Um, to be completely honest, I don't think that PlayStation has a dog in that. Ra- I mean, they have a dog in the race, but I don't think that's their prime thing right now. Because I, mm. I don't think I don't think. PC a game studio for PC ports. No, I get it. Of course, that's the dog. They have a dog. In yeah, it. but but I just don't think that that's like like. I'm not sure if it's a day and date dog though. Yeah, so yeah, thing. exactly. Like I, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I know I'm kind of iffy about this bet, so you know, we'll have to see. It's it is a fifty fifty proposition in my. Yeah. Head. I mean, Nexus, the um, you know studio that Kev's referencing. Yeah, they they're working on the Uncharted port. I know they're working also on the Last of Us Part 1 port to PC as well. So, I mean, they have that studio, which is noted for their PC porting expertise. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. You said it right there at the end of both of those uh, statements, ports. So that's why I think. They're they're just wanting to get in house an in house studio that can make ports that they can put into piece put onto PC. That's why I think having it in house keeps that money keeps that money in house instead of paying someone else to do it. So I'm thinking I think they're just shoring it up now. Whether it'll come within the next 16 months, I probably don't think so. I think it'll be further down the line until they see that there's some kind of really good money. Like I I talk I talk a good game, but I just don't think that. PlayStation, I just don't think that that's their focus right now. You know, mm, I, I don't. Think with all the live service games. Yeah, you know. I was about to say it's the live service component that you that uh, is missing in the equation missing. that we're talking about okay. here. Yeah, during the because, Keyless Fest, they had the yeah. Last of Us. Like, you know, hey, this is a multiplayer we're working on for the Last of Us, and we have we need we're going to talk about more later next yeah. year. Yeah, so you think so you think it's going to be? But is that it? So and okay. I'm considering so, I'm considering their live service games. As when they release them as part of this bet, oh, and sure? I, yeah, no, I would consider I would consider <laughs> something like the Last of Us multiplayer. I guarantee that's coming to PC day and date. I, I'd be will I'd I'd be willing to do it, almost willing to do a second a second bet on oh, that. Oh, you heard it here first, yeah. y'all. Uh, I, it, I'm considering this part of the first one, but I stick in uh, a movie bet. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take bet. one 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 bet one bet at a time. <laughs> But uh, yeah, well, why don't you it, get on this action, Des? Since you're oh, so no, your I, I, I love to just, I love to just egg it He's on. A, he likes to instigate. That's right. <laughs> but that's that's my pleasure, buddy. You know, Bungie just joined a big, their their membership in uh, Team PlayStation just became official at the end of this past week. Uh, they have committed to being a multi-platform to still remain to being a multi-platform developer. So yeah, when their next game comes out, that's going to be service. It's going to go to it's going to go to PC day and date. I don't see that happening within the next sixteen months necessarily, but I think that's where the where I'm looking at this. Primarily, I think when we when we talk for Sony first party, I think most of us uh, 
are still thinking that single player uh, story narrative focused uh, graphically impressive uh, kind of over the shoulder perspective uh, multiple hour adventure right that third person multiple hour adventure you're you know horizon zero dawn uh, uncharted you know god of war that type of thing but I think where they're seeing they're they're looking to expand their market into PC after they've made their money from the console side for those single players is going to be that those service games, those multiplayer focused games that are going to be developed in house that are going to console and PC day and date. And it to me, it's just a matter of whether or not that happens in the next year. Another thing to keep in mind, too, is um, Sony's purchase of Haven, which is Jade Raidman's uh, studio and Lefty Brown's favorite, you know, developer. Um, uh, Their uh, acquisition came final this week as well. And I know they're working on a service game up in Montreal on there. I think it was rumored that uh, uh, system architect Mark Cerny is working with Haven on the game as well. So we'll have to see exactly what that is. But uh, and that's another, uh, you know, card in my, Kev's favor as far as this bet is concerned. So, you know, so I it's just time. Like, it's just time. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's just time. I, it, it, I'm, I'm on this blackjack table of stake bets and it just depends when the <laughs> hand is dealt, yeah. whether it's before or after November, uh, whatever the release date of PlayStation 5 was, because we're doing, you know, basically three years. So, all right. So good luck with that. So uh, to round it out, uh, Mr. Mustard, Fred French, your friend of mine, says on Twitter, sorry, guys, I don't have much to say this week. I don't play games on PC, but I guess it's good for Sony to have some games on the PC. Hey, why not let more people enjoy your games? It's That's all I got. Hope you have a great show. Thanks, Fred. And I think that's the main thing. You know, uh, at some point, it's everything's going to be on something that you can just play in the in the sky like you'll have it like a chip in your brain and you just kind of play a game <laughs> wherever you're at so with your fingertips so I and everything in thing. the sky playing yeah. with you oh sorry <laughs> wow um it was like yeah. the johnny mnemonic console yeah there you go so but it was my brain get out of my brain phil <laughs> aaron greenberg and my verbal cor- cortex <laughs> Jesus, coming for your cortex. So, so I don't have anything to add to this. Do either of you have anything you'd like to add to this to to this uh, conversation? I think we had a pretty good one about it. I mean, again, I think well, I think this is just Sony uh, setting up some more stuff, you know, for for future times. But well, just like Cody Ninja said, I I think your initial proposition of these in zone line of peripherals had nothing to do with the question you're proposing. So. I, I think uh, those uh, peripherals look pretty cool, though. So. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think are the peripherals a sign of what's to come? That's that's the dun, question. Dun, dun. You know. So, yeah. So, all righty. Well, thank you so much to everyone who took the time to respond. As always, Kevin will give you a fantastic shout out at the end. So please uh, stay tuned for that. And as always, thank you so much. So for next week's question. Uh, it, that question is, what is the least favorite console that you have purchased in your lifetime and why? 
Why did it not work out for you? Uh, was it the selection of games, no support, etc.? Let us know, and we'll talk about it on our next show. I mean, for Joe, I think it's the um, the uh, the virtual boy. So uh, <laughs> because he got that, and I remember playing that and getting a horrible headache. So we'll, we'll see. It's actually not that, but we'll talk about it more next episode just to get an cool. idea, you know. So sounds good. So then uh, that's it for me. And so I will now turn it over to Joe for the video game news. Aren't you going to say Jabroni news? No, I thought you said you didn't like me to say that, so I stopped. Oh, I'm just ex- <laughs> you actually uh, being thoughtful and considerate? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, decided not to be sensitive about so much. Roll, roll the de- jabroni news. Come okay, on. so so <laughs> here we go, everybody. Uh, for it's the jabroni chief with the jabroni news. <laughs> well, we're gonna lead off uh, in this last couple of weeks. Um, Sony has finally announced a date for God of War Ragnarok on here so it is coming out in november and in part of this release in november there was a couple of collector's editions announced as well on there uh, we have the jotnar jo- jo- there Jotner. you go thank you thank you pronunciation is not my strong best suit, suit. Yes. Well, well none of us are vikings i i've just that's heard true that. i've just heard that word before and found out yeah. that's how you you enunciate it. Yeah. Thank so you for like, the enunciation <laughs> save there. Jotun. So, but anyway, yeah, what's going on with the um, collector's edition did go up uh, yesterday on July the 15th and it has sold out everywhere on here. I saw it pop up in my feed on Twitter and I could have pre-ordered it, but I didn't. So, uh, it's kind of in the thing that, you know, you're paying this amount of money for this collector's edition, which comes with a uh, 7-inch vinyl record, a Falcon Bear and Wolf pin set, a steelbook case, which is, you know, my favorite, 2-inch Vanar twin carvings, a ring, a dice set, a cloth map, and a hammer replica on there so but you know the the killer in my mind is that you get a steel bookcase but you get no game disc with either collector's edition on here i don't know why sony decided to do that but yeah, it's it's their life on this for whatever reason so on here and so they only have that they also have another uh collector's edition the the john how do you how do you say it again Jotun. 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 Jotun, yeah, the Jotun edition was $259.99. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yay. Give me that yeah. super stuff. <clears throat> so the other edition, um, let me take a look to see what that includes, but it also has sold out on here. Actually, yeah, it looks like I'm checking the PlayStation Direct and they still got it. It's the Ragnarok Collector's Edition on here but yeah it just looks like it just doesn't include the hammer but has everything else so on there for a hot two hundred dollars on there so any of you gentlemen i know kev you were interested possibly in one of the collector's editions right 
I was interested in it, but no disc, no disc, no dice. And um, even if I was, even if it did come with a disc, I would have talked myself out of it because I don't have a place to display these artifacts. I don't have shelving. I don't have... The only thing it, it'll it'll do is just maybe if I can carve out a little spot on my on the on a bookshelf in my man cave, it'll just sit there and literally collect dust. It, it so it's like, what am I spending this money on? What what am I going to really be doing? It am I going to have a really nice place to display it? Is the is this the type of are these the type of pieces that? You know, that you would sit next to a, you know, a McFarland Toys model, or is it something that was just mass produced in a Chinese sweatshop and <laughs> slapped in a box? You know, I, I don't know. I would have talked myself out of it, but with no disc, there's no dice. Mm. Yeah. I mean, for me too, it's like uh, if I could just get the still book and a disc i'd be happy you know i'm an art book guy i don't know if you we want to talk about what we like to see in collector's editions i you miss me with a lot of the figures and replicas and all that stuff i you know in in the end i just you know when i'm dead and gone i don't want desmond to have to like get rid of 10 million like you know tchotchkes and a bunch of no i would i'm gonna like i said before i'm gonna bury him with you 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 think I'm joking? No, 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 no. I'm gonna dig a super deep hole and bomb on there with. You. Oh wow! Do the, do the Viking send off and just there you go. Burn them all up on a on a on a on grass a boat. boat. <laughs> there you go. That's even better. Thank you, Kev. I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna. Uh, all the seared, all the seared silicon and plastic yeah. will just create a like you yeah, know. Just burn EPA a hole is going to come out, you know. No, no, and, be, and because you're Italian, I'll do like a very slow dirge of the Mario Brothers theme. <laughs> do, 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 as we as we as we set you off to sail, and then I'm going to shoot a shoot a flaming arrow into the boat. Wouldn't it be more appropriate for the Mario death? theme versus the mario theme proper like no because because you're going into you're going on to another adventure and i'm sending off your games with you oh okay see it's all symbolic buddy it's all symbolic got it got it it's all symbolism so yeah i might be there there day one with ragnarok but with just the regular edition yeah uh, yeah. on there so i haven't got to play the first one (laughs) yeah me you and me both does and i know kev you've enjoyed it quite a bit so i mean you know, I I know it's like heresy that I haven't played it yet, but I'm it's another long long line of games I am going to play at some point. So I can't talk because I have yet to play uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Such a good game. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I, I I need to actually I need to literally start that game, but so I I can't I can't judge. Well, let's see what happens. Another item got a release date too, and it's kind of surprising. Uh, the Sega Genesis Mini 2 is actually coming out in the North America in October. So it is coming out. It's an Amazon exclusive. And it's kind of funny that they are importing um, the uh, system from Amazon Japan. So Amazon Japan will be the one shipping the uh, systems out on there. And they're not going to be charging, obviously, the Amazon uh, Japan price on there to ship it out, but uh, they are handling the U.S. release exclusively on Amazon. It's going to be available on October 27th. 
on here. Um, and of course, the if you haven't seen the Genesis Mini 2, it is based on the design of the Genesis Model 2. And it's going to include both Genesis and Sega CD games on the uh, console. So, so the Sega Genesis Mini 2 will come with over 50 classic titles. They are announcing... Uh, the titles that are going to be included with the system in Wave. So right now what's confirmed so far is going to be Sonic CD, Shining Force, the Sega CD version of that, uh, Sylphide, um, Ninja Warriors for the Mega CD on here, Afterburner 2, Outrun, Outrunners, Virtual Racing, Super Hang-On, Sonic 3D Blast, Shining in the Darkness, which is, you know, Chef Kiss, great RPG. Uh, Vector Men 2, The Ooze, Bonanza Brothers, Alien Soldier, Splatterhouse 2, Rolling Thunder 2, Lightning Force, which is Thunder Force 4, uh, Fantasy Zone, and Star Mobile. So it just seems like there's other games, too, that got announced for uh, the Mega Drive Mini 2 that's coming out in Japan, including uh, Lunar 1 and Lunar 2, which, to me, if it makes it over to the U.S. version of this Genesis Mini 2, would be like, ay ay ay. So... What's your guys' overall feelings? I know I'm kind of on the fence. I have a ton of mini consoles just collecting dust, so I'm just like thinking, am I going to So I will not be purchasing it. I think it's great for people who 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 like that, but I'm not going to be purchasing it. No, no, thank you. Got it. Be it's just not for me. If I did, it would be a spec. It would be a spec buy, and it would just sit unopened until you know. And what I'd just be watching its value increase yeah. or hoping the value of it will increase because some of them have some of the some of the um and not all of these retro consoles do but i know that and i can't remember who made it but there was a, a atari vcs one that's uh the last time i checked which is maybe about a month ago it was selling on ebay for like 300 bucks i don't remember who made it I don't remember how many of them were made, uh, but some of these um, retro consoles, for whatever reason, become collector's items. And I, I, don't, I don't know if it has, there's probably a whole bunch of factors involved. It's print run, what games are on it, how accurate or how true to the original the uh, emulation is. There's probably a number of factors involved. So if I do buy it, it would be a spec purchase. But, you know, I'll, you know, I, I never, I never had a Genesis. I always wanted to get around to getting one. Uh, they were but, fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I would never, I wouldn't open up the box and plug it in and play it. It would just be, you know. I got a lot of fun memories of. Buy. A later era Genesis games and Sega CD games, so it definitely is something that's kind of speaking to me a bit. And I'm just gonna have to see the final, you know, list of games on here because I know with the G Genesis One Mini, I could probably, you could already mod it and put all the games that are on this collection on it already. So I mean, truth comes to shove, it's like <laughs> if I don't want it for the trashy kind of feeling of it, you know, what's the sense, you know, but, uh, you know, we'll let's see. I know the TurboGrafx-16 Mini has gone up in value, and uh, a lot of people were speculating on that, and uh, I'm looking on, like, Amazon right now, and it's, like, the new console's selling for, like, 400 bucks on here, so it's uh, mm. quite, a, quite a bit of cash. 
there for a mini console that that you know so so we'll have to see how it goes but we'll kind of, kind of keep an eye on the further games uh, that are uh, going to be announced for the u.s version of the genesis mini 2 to see where that goes so and speaking of other things that are getting release dates uh, bayonetta 3 finally got confirmed by nintendo it's going to be releasing on october 28th on there um and they showed a new gameplay trailer um on there along with the tons of new screenshots on there so so according to the details that they shared bayonetta 3 will uh, see players meet a, a veritable coven of bayonettas each more fabulous than the last so well, while fighting through the streets of tokyo the mountains of china and beyond on there so on there and then they did announce also as well that they are releasing a uh, bayonetta 3 trinity masquerade edition on october 28th which will include a 200 page art book three title sheets and uh, also they are releasing a physical version of the original bayonetta as a standalone physical release which is coming out on september 30th on that as well so I'll have to take a look at the game and, and see how it kind of shakes out. But I know this game's been a, like a favorite of yours, Kev, a favorite of yours, Des, as well on there. And, uh, you know, I've dabbled with it. But uh, I, anything with an art book, it kind of got my eye, eyes on this thing. And, you know, with the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Collector's Edition, it's only available on Nintendo's online store. But they have made the... Trinity Masquerade Edition available at select retailers. I know GameStop is uh, doing some pre-orders on it right now. I believe the cost of the Masquerade Edition is $89.99, which is not that big of a jump. It's only a difference of, what, uh, 30 bucks on here. So I think 30 bucks for an art book and a collector's box um, sounds like a pretty good proposition, a 200-page art book at that. So on there, any excitement for Bayonetta 3, Kev? Um, I'm going to buy it day one. Um, I, I, I gotta admit that, that when I saw that, uh, that, that masquerade, uh, especially that Trinity masquerade edition, uh, that's probably going to be a spec buy because <laughs> I just have a feeling that's going to go up in value a lot. Um, if I can get a hold of it. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, the only thing as far as the, the game itself, I'm still a little, some of those non like major big character confrontations that I've seen where, where it's just like fighting the regular minions kind of still sort of has me concerned. I mean, I think that's just. We're just at a point now where Nintendo's next console has got to be more powerful. It 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 it, it does. Preach. Um, it for Preach. for intend Nintendo first party, and I, I I would I would consider this a second party game because uh, uh, Platinum is not owned by Nintendo, but. We're at a point now for for their uh, second party titles that the limitations of this console are just have just become very evident, very evident. And I, I'm I see I saw that in 
uh, Hyrule Warriors, which is a fantastic game. I still have my copy, but I haven't gone back to play it because when the action gets uh, rough and rugged and you've got a ton of enemies on the screen, you have enemies that disappear from the screen but are still attacking you, you've got clipping out the wazoo, you've got slow down to the point where it looks like you're looking at a, a paper flip book. And uh, it, it's it's time, Nintendo. Your, your next console, I'm not saying it's got to be, you know, PS5 level, Xbox One level, but it, 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 it's, it's, it's got to be it's got to be much more than what you got now. It, it, it's time. But I'm, am I going to buy Bayonetta, Bayonetta 3 day one? Yes, yes. Um, and I will, I will probably double dip one for the, for the Trinity edition and one for just the base game. Well, if you go down the GameStop, uh, put 10 bucks down, you can get that Bayonetta 3 Trinity Masquerade edition pre-ordered. Yeah, It's been up I'll, for I'll a couple of couple of days so i'll let you know i might go and do it myself so how about you uh des are you in the bayonetta i know you played the first game on the 360 back in the day i wasn't sure if you played i played it. the second one too um, right on. yeah i'm um, not sure what i'm gonna do actually um i wanna i wanna like it and i wanna and i wanna buy it but i'm not sure yet so um what do you i'm probably gonna follow your lead honestly i think i'm gonna grab because i just know that it's gonna be hard to find i think even the regular edition you know because bayonetta 2 that came out for the switch was hard to find for a while mm-hmm. and uh you know just like xenoblade chronicles 2 yeah kind of rose in price i mean obviously you could just download it from the nintendo eShop, but you know so, see how dicey nintendo is with their digital Ugh, um yes. purchasing and whatnot i don't want to buy anything from nintendo's eShop because you know what do I really have? And it's I think attached I to your that. console, not yeah. to your account. Got it. So it's a bunch of crap. And so that's why I always buy physical if I can with Nintendo. Plus, it has great resale value as well. Yep. So yeah, that's true. So um, yeah, I know you didn't fail to mention, but how's your Switch OLED? I know you went ahead and did the do. Um, I didn't mention it because I haven't really. I've just plugged it in and I let it charge. I haven't played it yet. So right on. Uh, but my plan is to play it this afternoon um, and see. I mean, I, I know what it's gonna be. I've played a Switch before, but I'm I'm really wanting to uh, just check it out and see what's going on. Got so it. we'll see. Maybe we could play some uh, Sunbreak or play some Rise. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Well, next news story I want to talk about um, is a game that uh, both me and Des bought back last year. It was like kind of a game of of certain interest at one point and it came out and it kind of came out with a thud on here. So that is open world game Biomutant on here. So Mm -hmm. Biomutant's back in the news because they are dropping a PS5 and Xbox Series X and S versions on September the 6th. It is an update for free for existing owners of the game. It's going to add 4K resolution, HDR support, and a boosted frame rate up to up to 60 frames a second. So for a PS5, there's going to be three graphics modes. Um, we're going to have a quality uh, 30 frames per second at 4K, 
called the Unleashed, which is a 40 frames per second up to 4K edition, which would be great on an OLED, and uh, or a 120 hertz monitor of some sort, and then Performance, which is 60 frames per second locked at 1440p. On here, they're also going to support DualSense and Activity Cards on the dashboard on the PlayStation 5 on here. And the same thing will be available, all the graphical modes for Xbox Series X and S. On here, uh, obviously, the uh, Series S will have lesser quality, 1440p or 1080p, depending on that. So, And I'm kind of curious to see if there's any updates that they made since the game came out that actually make the game, quote-unquote, play better, you know, so... You know, I'm not sure if that's something that you want to go back to, Des, on here, even if, uh, you know, this is a next-gen version of the game. Are you curious to see if they have some gameplay updates with some of the prior patches that they released for this? I'm not sure. I mean, I was just very disappointed with the game, so I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't want to be that person that's like, you know, I'm never going to play this game again, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I really don't know at this point. Um, I think I just have to see exactly like what else they're doing with it or if they're bringing something else to the table because right now I just don't think it's I'm up for it unfortunately <laughs> you know I'm gonna try it because of the fact that I never played the original even though I bought it it's the story of my life so yeah I mean it was, I mean it's not a bad game it's just it, it just felt like it wasn't optimized for for what you wanted it to do you know um so i don't Which know it, it sold it could have been better it sold enough copies for a developer they sold over a million copies of that game which is crazy yeah, and no i think it's i think it's great that that happened and i really hope that that allows them the ability to to in the future just make a better game you know or or take the <laughs> no seriously you know i mean all you have to do is is continue to to try to refine your your um uh your craft, you know. I mean, look at Piranha Bytes. Look at um, the other one, uh, the Technomancer and Greedfall uh, Spiders. You know, you just got to keep, you just got to keep plugging away. Um, but at this point, though, I'm just, I just can't, I just can't do it. So, <laughs> it's not, not at the moment. Got it. I don't know if you've ever played Biomutant or not, Kev. Right? I'm not sure you picked it up, right? I, I didn't. It. Once I got a good look at the gameplay, I didn't think it would be be in my in my uh, wheelhouse. It just yeah. the, the gameplay just didn't look interesting. I, yeah. I really can't. I really I really can't point to anything in particular that I saw. It just just the world itself, the the character, your main character, the the perks the, and all that other stuff, it just didn't really seem that interesting to me. Yeah. I wonder if uh, Devious Mr. Matt's going <laughs> to play this update or not. So, you know, the Bad Father Figures host uh, wasn't too happy with Biomutant, so. I mean, again, don't get me wrong. If it, if it, proves, if it proves to be a better iteration, then I might pick it up. But at this point, I'm just going to have to see a lot more of what's going on. Well, I do know a game you're going to be picking up, and this is the next thing I want to bring up, which happens to be a physical version of the game Stray uh, from uh, Annapurna and I Am 8-Bit on here. So uh, the game proper is actually coming out this Tuesday on July the 19th. It's going to be available for free 
probably for a limited time for PlayStation Plus extra um, subscribers on here, but they are releasing a physical standard retail version, which is going to include six full-color art cards, as well as a... Um, if you get the I Am 8-Bit exclusive edition, we'll include a premium matte black sleeve, a poster of the uh, cat in stray, a six premium art cards, and a fuzzy pettable Chanel patch of the hero cat on here. So I'm assuming you're going to be down for all that business, right, Diz? Uh, don't you label me. You don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> are you also going to pick up there's a vinyl version of the soundtrack too no i will not be doing all that that's that's a bit much i i, I have to call my I, I have to hold my stuff for certain things and like i can't yeah. i don't i can't get vinyl soundtracks like i don't have yeah. anything to play it it's it, it looks cool it's great but i don't think that's no i'm good <laughs> Got it, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna wait to see how this game plays first uh, on Tuesday. Ew. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna pick it up though. At least get the regular physical edition. I might spring for an I am eight bit exclusive edition as well on here. I'm gonna. It's all about the exclusives. Yeah. Well, speaking of exclusives, I don't know if uh, you saw, but they also have another exclusive on here, and it's actually a uh, physical cat carrier. Um, no. So, so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, they are uh, working with uh, pet accessories brand Travel Cat, and coming out with a stray branded uh, Travel Cat backpack on here. So the uh, stray Travel Cat merch uh, for your feline companions is up for pre-order. Uh, there is a backpack and a harness for small and medium-ish. Uh, Cat uh, for cats, and also you could use it for small and mediumish dogs if you really wanted to. There you uh, go. You so. can buy it for your dog. I think Jack would love for that. Uh, I think Jack weighs too much to put on my back and be all back strain over here or something. But, uh... <laughs> I mean, I think it's a cool idea and it's cute, but you know, I no, no, I'm not. Uh, I thought maybe you're gonna, mm. gonna take your cats out out and about. You know, no, no. If it came with that little robot that 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 comes with the cat, maybe, but no. Yeah, because it says you could use the carrot to spend more quality time with your cat beyond the great indoors and give your cat the enrichment and stimulation they need. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like I love my cat, but they can stay inside. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. According to the FAQ on the site, you know, I don't have a cat, but still want a backpack. What else can I use it for? It says this backpack is super versatile, so you could put anything in it. We've seen anything from pet ferrets and rabbits to small dogs and groceries. So. Yeah, you, you should buy it when you're when you're, you know. I think you should buy it. I think, I think it'd be really great if you bought it, you know, for yourself, and, you know, fell in love with it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not buying it, Joe. <laughs> all right, all right. How about you, Kev? Are you are you going to buy the stray physical edition at least? Or interested mm, in it? No, no, no. I I will be content to play it on uh, 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 the service. The service. Yep. You know, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I thought it was interesting. It, it, the the concept is interesting. 
But in, in, in reality, was I actually going to, if this game was not on the service, uh, was I going to buy it? No. Yeah. No, uh, but I do appreciate what the developers are doing, the ideas that they're trying to do. I, I get it. I understand that. But, you know, I like beating things up and blowing things up in my games for the most part. And that doesn't seem to be what Stray is about. I mean, you can. <laughs> Uh, you can do that. It's just not the main focus. That's not the main focus. No, it's not. I, I like you I mean, like mayhem to be the main focus in my video game. Definitely I not. I don't know. I don't know what that says about me as a person, but Nothing. you know, I I've come to accept that reality about myself. So, uh, the more violent, the better. And uh, while I am a cat, I'm, I am a cat fancier. Uh, I think just like uh, the other two hosts on this show, I I I will be. <laughs> bypassing on the backpack as well oh i'm not buying no backpack <laughs> my i don't want my my cat goes outside so he's, he's good he stimulates himself plenty fights with the other cats around the neighborhood still yeah he's gonna be 16 tomorrow so a battle cat i know well playstation indies had a uh, kind of reveal on the playstation blog we're gonna kind of cover briefly as far as what they busted out and so um, they confirmed that the uh, wonderful indie title Sea of Stars is going to be PlayStation bound from Sabotage Studios. So, and we talked about this on the show before. It's been uh, on a few Nintendo Directs on there. Uh, it's coming out in 2023, but it's a wonderful hand-drawn uh, turn-based RPG, uh, kind of in similar in vein to uh, your usual Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Triggers of SNES days of yore on here. So I definitely uh, figured that it was coming out for PlayStation. It's good to get the confirmation at least. Uh, Des, I know that you're super excited for this title as well, right? Uh, yeah, I'll be definitely picking it up. It looks fantastic. If you have not seen this game, you are missing out. It is. It looks great. Um, but yeah, I am here for it 100%. Yeah, so we definitely will be... I'll be buying this physical if there is a physical for this. You know, that's where I'm drawing my line on that. So so just keep an eye. We'll talk about more once it approaches its release date. Um, also announced during the uh, Indie Showcase, this game called Schism, which is a uh, shadow-hopping adventure coming out for both PS5 and PS4. It's being done by a team of two on here. I thought the game looked interesting, a little puzzly on there. So the Indie title of certain uh characteristics on there but there's no release date for it yet other than that's coming out sometime in 2023 on here did you get a chance to check this out des uh no i did not um, okay so i'll have to take a look at more once it approaches the yeah uh, uh definitely and also um unveiled is that they announced a release date for devolver digital's cult of the lamb which is oh my god the, the game uh, looks so weird Coming out on August 11th, so yeah, there's a lot of like, you know, just craziness, cell shaded lamb, satanic, like, you know. Well, you're you're building a cult, so. Yeah, so it's just kind of nuts on there. Yeah, you know, it's like a Animal Crossing combined with uh, the Church of Satan, basically. So. It's a pretty weird looking game, though. You know, you're you are a. It's got that Binding of Isaac kind of feel to it, in which you are a. You're a you're a lamb 
and you're about to be sacrificed, but then you call forth the power of the Dark Lord, and then you, the Dark Lord saves you, and then you are now a pawn, and you have to build, you know, a cult for him, <laughs> pretty much. You're, you're gathering like, a lot of uh, poop in the game, too. So. Yeah, yeah, you gather poop. It's, I don't know, like, I've seen people, I've seen a couple of the guys that I that I watch on, um, on YouTube play it, and, um, yeah, I don't think I don't think this that this is one of those games for me. So I'm just like, yeah, uh, happy, happy, go, go. Yeah, you know, just yeah, you know, I I think what they're trying to do with like adding the cutesy stuff and then make it all like you know partially satanic, a sort a sort of a a sort of a joke and stuff. But it's just the gameplay and and everything around it. You know, it's just kind of like I don't know about this. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, also definitely why. The indie uh, showcase is uh, the release date for the Tomorrow Children, which is the Phoenix edition of the game. This has come from Q Games, noted like uh, developers of the Pixel Jump series. But this game was initially, it came out on PS4, but kind of fizzled out uh, on there. And they repurchased the IP and are basically going back to the well to work on this edition. So it's been six years since they released the initial version of this game, but they are going back to it on here. I dabbled with the first game a little bit, but it was something to where I know people were uh, clamoring for them to bring it back. So, I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious what changes they're going to make. This is like a kind of a, a sim type game where you're taking control of a, like a, a little bit of a, uh, I don't know how to explain it, appropriately but these uh, children that are in these islands and big long plot i'm not going to try to explain on here so and i know since you didn't watch the uh indie showcase des i don't know sure if you caught any of this at all or not so well no uh, i didn't unfortunately i didn't have enough time to watch it um but definitely feel free to explain it <laughs> I'm moving on, actually. Curse the Golf got announced for PlayStation, so that's a game that we both looked at before. Uh-huh. Coming from uh, Chu Chuhai Labs on here, but it is going to be coming out on August 18th for both PlayStation 4 PlayStation 5. It's also coming out for everything under the sun as well. So on here, so this is like a roguelike golf game. Kind of crazy side-scrolling golf game, so it's like... A, from what I've seen of the game, it looks pretty damn interesting. It's something that I'll definitely be checking out. So I don't know if you're interested in this or not, Des. But uh, yeah, that looks good. Like I've 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 seen that before, and it looks it looks pretty dope. Um, it's like Legend of Zelda mixed with golf. It's so bizarre, you know. Yeah. And uh, I I really liked the the atmosphere uh, of the game. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking about picking that up. I, I don't know about you, but I'm really enjoying how they are, how they, and by that I mean um, developers are kind of mixing genres. <laughs> like, I never would have thought, like, you would want to mix a golf game with, like, Legend of Zelda as you're running around playing golf and still, like, going through dungeons and stuff. Like, like I get it, you know, every everything under the sun, you know, can be made, but it's just like, wow, it's so crazy to me. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, there's been some golf RPGs before, like the Mario Golf series on the Game Boy Advance and the Game Boy Color in particular, and, of course, uh, 
golf story as well on the switch that uh, kind of combines certain genres but you know cursed golf kind of adds a roguelike element on top of all that business so it's even better you know because to me i i don't like professional golf i like video game golf yeah i don't like exactly like i don't need to i don't care about tiger woods and what he's up to and whatnot you know yeah i don't need to play uh full-on um like real simulator golf sim i haven't done that since like the genesis days so yeah yeah, and then last comic stuff. Last but not least, um, they announced a, a PlayStation 4 or 5 version of the um, card game Inscription, which is quite noted on Steam. Uh, just another Devolver digital game, but they are bringing out for PS4 and PS5 on here. This is a uh, part deck building roguelike, part escape room puzzler, and part psychological horror. So imagine all those three genres kind of getting mushed together on this um so for the ps4 ps5 versions of the game it's going to include some bonus features uh the voice area companion is going to come out of the speaker inside your either dual shock 4 or dual sense controller and the lights on those controllers matching what happens in the game and then the dual sense controller and ps5 will offer uh, haptic feedback there is no release date for the game yet but i know a lot of people consider this quite highly as far as uh mashing those three genres on there and i know with you des being a uh you know deck building roguelike master over here that you know, I really if you're interested in this bad boy or not so really deck building roguelike master huh is that yes is that, is that my designation awesome uh i've seen it played and i have uh watched it played um i don't know it looks like it's going to be a little too little too uh esoteric and weird for me there's like it's like the 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 gameplay changes up uh, a lot, and it becomes really kind of really kind of bizarre and crazy. So, um, not sure. Uh, you should really watch some some gameplay of it. I, I think you might enjoy it because it's it's pretty damn crazy. I'm good deal. I'll have to take a look and maybe talk about it in the future show. But uh, mm-hmm. that was your PlayStation Indie Showcase. So. All right, and then also to another game I think we might have an interest in that's coming out pretty damn soon is going to be Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2. So this is a remastered of the original game that came out back in the day on uh, 2004 on both PlayStation 2 and Xbox on here, but it is coming out for PS5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on here it's going to feature enhanced graphics and the 4k res on supported platforms as well as local co-op play on here so and so this is all kind of porting this game over to all the new uh, consoles on here it's going to support local co-op play the steam version will support remote play for a long distance cooperative experience it's fully verified on the steam deck on here i'm kind of curious if it's going to support online multiplayer play it doesn't sound like it is so i'm not sure if that's something to where um we might have to buy this on steam and play over remote play on that or see if the remote play on playstation works on this particular but uh, whatever happens with this this will be a far better game than the uh more recent dark alliance game that came out for <laughs> modern consoles on that and 
I mean, I don't know what we have to say about the original, the um, Dark Alliance that just came out this uh, past year, but. Is, is this is a sequel to that game? No, it's not a sequel. This is a sequel to the original Dark Alliance game from back in the day, so. Well, I think my my hope is that it's not a complete turd, so. No, no, this is, this is a quite noted game, the Dark Alliance series, and then they went on, the same developer did the um, Champions of Norath champions uh games on the playstation 2 playstation 3 on here so if uh you kind of consider like a couch co-op like uh dungeon siege 3 dungeon siege 2 uh diablo 2 that's in that vein on there so it's actually good so well i i'm i'm here for it so if it's better than that last one so oh yeah it's, yeah it's supposed to be worlds better yeah no that that last dark alliance was a turd man mm-hmm. f and turd so it was not good <laughs> it was not good and last news story to round out the whole uh you know release date mantra a game we talked about before on this show valkyrie elysium coming out from uh, triace and square enix it has a release date of September 29th for PS5 and PS4. It's going to be released for PC via Steam on November 11th. On here, Standard Edition will be available for $59.99 for both PS5 and PS4. Uh, the Digital Deluxe Edition will be uh, coming out for $74.99 and includes a uh, PSP port of the original Valkyrie Profile. Valkyrie Profile Lenith is being ported and will feature both rewind, quick save, and visual presets on there. So if you do want to play the original Valkyrie Profile on here, you can play the PSP version on here. Uh, just in case you're not buying the digital version of a digital deluxe version of the game, you are going to be able to buy the um, Valkyrie Profile Lenith uh, separately on the PlayStation Store on that. And um, there's also going to be a uh, limited edition steelbook that's available only at Best Buy on there for $59.99. So, so kind of eager to see this game come out. I know we talked about before that, you know, I know Kev, I don't want to typify you because you know that's the theme on this show this uh, episode <laughs> but i know you have previously enjoyed valkyrie profile in the past and so i'm not sure if you're going to be there day one for this or not so i will probably be picking it up day one um the question is whether or not i'm going to get the physical edition does, now does it come on now does the steelbook have a disc in it or is it a code mm-hmm. No, no, it, it's coming with a limited edition steelbook. It has a disc in it. You're going to get an actual case copy. This is a Best Buy pre-order bonus steelbook, so you get the steelbook separate from okay. the game itself. The game will actually come in its own, own case okay. with a disc okay. and all that stuff. So, Okay. Um, yeah, I'll probably be going for that then. Um, I already pre-ordered it myself, so. Yeah, Um I do wish that they that the physical edition would did come with a I know that would be asking a lot but like a phys, what would really be dope would be like a physical edition of Valkyrie of the original Valkyrie profile even if it is the one from the from the PSP and kind of make it kind of put it in like a retro PSP 
uh, or or rather put it in like the PlayStation One physical box. You know, I, I think that would be a neat little homage that I, I could have got behind. I, it probably would have raised the price considerably, but um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be I'll be playing this game. By you, Des. I just want to kind of circle back to see what you're doing, if you're interested in this or not. So, um, I'm not really sure. Um, it looks interesting. Um, I probably have to wait to see it a little bit more, uh, and then decide after that. But I don't have any plans to buy it at this point. Yeah. Now they do have a Japanese collector's edition, Kev, but I'm not sure if you're willing to go all that crazy on here so it looks like it is retailing for close to uh, 215 dollars on here so that's nah, i don't need all that like i said i if if it comes with figurines and swords and shields it's like i ain't got no place to put all that stuff yeah i know you know yeah. so <laughs> there's a big ass art book coming with it but eh, yeah it comes with uh coasters so <laughs> and there is there is actually a valkyrie profile lenneth uh looks like uh game download card it's kind of similar to like those old phone cards back in the day that they used to sell in japan so they do have something uh dedicated to uh the original valkyrie profile in the packaging at least for the japanese collector's edition yeah, that's yeah i have to do the japanese account thing and it's like yeah got it but yeah that's this news for this episode thank you guys for being patient while i go through last couple of weeks of news so okay indeed indeed sounds good so what uh what else sounds good is our game nights and we definitely want to encourage our listeners to join us every thursday at 6 p.m pacific standard time 9 p.m eastern standard time on our discord server and kind of just kind of mix it up, rap with us, and just enjoy gaming together as a community. Uh, I think, uh, man, it doesn't matter what you're playing. You could be, you know, playing your own game, or we can all jump into the same game. Like I've said before, none of us are um, uh, opposed to purchasing a game if it means being able to play with the members of our community. And uh, we would definitely encourage you to join up again every Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in our Discord channel. So uh, definitely want to encourage that. Contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you want to use. If you've heard something that you want to respond to, if even you yourself would like to be on our show, have your perspective on gaming uh, broadcasted to our listeners, you're going to want to send that feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. And while we're talking about that, uh, I definitely want to uh, encourage you all, if you're digging what we're doing on the podcast, I want to again point you toward our Discord community channel. Uh, again, great place to discuss gaming uh, without all of the toxic nonsense that goes on on your 
your typical uh, social media platform. So if you can do without the uh, insults and the uh, nonsense that goes on when uh, you just want to talk about games, I would highly encourage you to join us on Discord. Uh, you can get there by checking us out on Twitter at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. You will find a link to our Discord channel there. Just hit that and you're in. There's no uh, uh, prerequisite, uh, no, no check you out, period. Uh, just hit the link and you're there. Uh, individually, we have our own uh, social media channels. I can be found on Twitter at Shonuff71, that's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. On uh, PlayStation, I am Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7 at the end. On uh, Xbox, I am, even though I do not have Game Pass, so I'm not available for online gaming at the moment, but my my account name is... uh, Shown up 071, same spelling with 071 at the end. And on Steam, I'm shown up 71, same spelling as originally. And before I, I, I passed the mic, I was almost negligent in shouting out our contributors to our main event question this week. So big thank you to Hoodie Ninja, Dan Americk, and um, Fred French. Can't, can't, leave, can't leave you guys out. Really appreciate the interaction that we've had on Twitter. And yes, we're there too. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, we are, and of course, we are also on Discord. So definitely want to point you toward the community that we're building there. So uh, with that said, I'd like to pass it on to Dez. Where can folks get a hold of you at, bro? All righty. As always, you find folks can find me on Twitter at the Nemo Six. That's T H E N E M O S I X, and you can find me on PSN, Steam, and Xbox Live at Nemo Tigger. That's N E M O T G G R. And you can find me on Nintendo, my Nintendo French friend, uh, friend code. And I will be playing it now since I got my OLED. So I will be playing it a lot more now. So yay. Uh, is 52806674 And as always, uh, if you message us or want to be our friends, please let us know how you heard about us. We want to talk to people, not bots. They know what they did. Uh, Mr. Jabroni Chief, how can folks find you, buddy? Yeah, they can find me, Jabroni Chief, on Twitter, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F. I'm also that handle on both PlayStation Network and Steam. On Xbox, I'm Jabroni Chief 374 and my Nintendo friend code is 4712-5953-1409. All right, so that's going to bring us to the end of Gaming Vessels episode 177. We wanted to Thank you all for rocking out, rocking out with us and uh, digging what we're putting out there. So for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High-Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the Gamer Step Daddy, and maybe another a.k.a. the Deck Builder. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I love him. So we might so we might stack another one on there. We, the we'll, commander. We'll see. <laughs> the, the commander. Commander. <laughs> the commander, huh? Commander. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> and for and for Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, game Other commander. <laughs> Otherwise known as the food max of gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar. I'm Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. That purple bling bling, this is uh, still a routine, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week, episode 178 for your ears. Peace!